Welcome back to the courtroom of current events here on Peter's Proffer. We're going to dive back into some frequently asked questions today. Uh, thanks for joining in with us and keep sending us the questions at Tragos Law on all social media, Peter Tragos at GreekLaw.com if you want to send an email. And we look forward to having you listen with us today. So we're here today with uh, what I would call one of the frequently asked questions. Uh, we have people call in all the time for a number of different reasons. A lot of times they don't know what they have in their hand when they're talking to us and we're still trying to figure out what advice we can give them without looking at the the pieces of paper that they are holding while they try to explain them to us. And one of the common misconceptions that people have or confusions that people have is whether what they're holding is a ticket, meaning a traffic citation or traffic infraction, which would be a civil um, issue, or a criminal notice to appear, uh, meaning you have to appear in court for what you got. And this is becoming more and more confusing as we go because a lot of this stuff happens on the state level, meaning in one state it would be a civil infraction, and in another state it's a criminal notice to appear. Um, Because you don't always have to be put in handcuffs and hauled off to jail after you commit a crime, sometimes if it's a lower level crime, like a possession of marijuana, for instance, you're just given a ticket and you can go home, but you do have to show up in criminal court. And that is one of the confusing ones because depending on the state, that's not a crime anymore. Um, so to discuss this topic today, we have Peter Sardis in here with me. We were both members of the, I am actually a current, currently the vice chair of the traffic court rules committee. And Pete is a former chair of that committee in the Florida bar where we go through all these rules, um, we update them, we make sure they make sense, and we make sure that they're um, evolving with the with the rules of the country. So Pete is going to start us off by kind of going through uh, the one most people know about when they get um, a DUI citation as to whether that's a ticket or a crime. Well, most of the time, uh, if you're going to be charged with DUI, they're going to arrest you. But uh, a DUI in the state of Florida is a crime. It is not a civil infraction. Normally, there are civil infractions that go along with that DUI. For example, whatever caused them to stop the police to stop you, the, tr- uh, the speeding or you know not maintaining a single lane. But the DUI citation itself is a crime in Florida. So yeah, you would, you would get a piece of paper that looks like a ticket. Sometimes, like Pete said, you do have an actual civil infraction ticket along with it. Um, you know, a speeding ticket plus the DUI. A lot of times we have to handle those together. Um, we can merge that ticket sometimes with the DUI criminal case. But if you get a ticket for a DUI, you usually go to jail that night and you do have to show up to traffic court, but it's in front of the judge and it is actually a criminal offense that you're going to be fighting and that you need a lawyer to fight for you. Um, the next one is a possession of marijuana, which in Florida, uh, sometimes they are writing notices to appear for this and as well as open container. Um, but it is a crime in Florida. So possession of marijuana is a first-degree misdemeanor, um, and in some other states, it's been uh, relegated basically to a civil infraction that doesn't carry with it any potential jail time or anything like that. Um, and then, you know, I'll let Pete handle kind of the softball one, which is obvious, but some people, you know, don't know whether it's a crime or not, and that's traffic citations. Yeah, when you get a speeding ticket, uh, you're on the red light, the stop sign, those are all what are called civil traffic infractions. 
it's not a crime. Uh, the worst thing that can happen to you is you're going to pay the fine. You may have points on your license. We'll talk about that later. But uh, the big part is if you don't handle the traffic ticket in the way and at the time it's supposed to be handled, you might wind up with something called a failure to appear. That is a crime. Right. So you can get a criminal charge based off of your civil traffic infraction. Right. Um, next, we're going to uh, handle these kind of out of order, but they all go together. Um, we'll start with careless driving, which is a uh, civil infraction. So it's a traffic ticket. Usually we see these in our PI cases. That's most of the time what the cops will cite the at-fault driver for careless driving, which just means you weren't paying attention while you were driving. Now, in, in uh, regards to that, a lot of times we also see hit and runs or leaving the scene of the accident with either property damage or bodily injury. So Pete, why don't you talk about whether those are crimes or civil infractions? Leaving the scene of a crime uh, is always a criminal infraction. Leaving the scene of a, the crime, obviously, but let's talk about leaving the scene of the accident. Leaving the scene of an accident, oh, you're right, is in fact a crime. If you leave the scene of a traffic accident and you don't stop to exchange information like driver's license and insurance, that's a crime. You have to do that. You don't necessarily always have to, uh, to wait for police. Uh, there are circumstances, for example, like in private parking lots where the police aren't going to come out. But if you, for example, get a fender bender in that parking lot and leave without providing insurance information or contact information, they can charge you with a crime for that. We've had people call that uh, have pulled out of a parking spot, scraped the car next to them, and just left. But either security cameras picked it up or a witness saw them. They call the cops. They are getting arrested, quote unquote, with a, no a criminal notice to appear. Um, for that action. When if they would have just stopped, it would have been a civil infraction, but because they left, it turns into a criminal charge. And a lot of times the cops will show up at your house later and hand you a piece of paper that looks like a ticket, a traffic ticket, a civil infraction, when in reality it is a criminal notice to appear. Usually the cops will explain that to you when they do ha uh, hand it off to you and they, they tell you that, you know, they don't want to take you to jail because of this, but it is technically a criminal charge and you have to show up at this court date that's on the ticket. Um, okay, the last one that I'm going to talk about specifically, there's obviously a million of these that can be all uh, misconstrued or misunderstood, whether it's a, a civil infraction or a crime. We're going to talk about reckless driving, which is a, an interesting one because a lot of times a DUI case comes in as a DUI. You know, you get, a, uh, you get pulled over, you either blow above the legal limit, you fail your field sobriety exercises, whatever the, the circumstances are, you get arrested for a DUI. And a lot of times we are able to work that out and either get that reduced to what's called a reckless driving um, ticket. And uh, so when people hear that, they think a certain thing about it and they always have questions of whether or not this is a crime on their record or if it's just a civil infraction. All right. Let's just be clear. A reckless driving is a criminal infraction in the state of Florida. It is a second degree misdemeanor. Technically, you could go to jail for a reckless driving up to 60 days in the state of Florida. Now, what um, the reason for the negotiation for reckless driving and the reason why you hear a lot about this is because there are mandatory penalties that are um, in play for a DUI. But those same penalties are no longer mandatory for the court when you plead to the reckless driving. So you avoid a lot of the consequences that follow a, a DUI. And that kind of will bring us into our next section, which is what 
is the party on the other side of a civil infraction or a traffic ticket versus a crime. Um, and we've talked about it on other podcasts before, the, the opposing par- party on a criminal infraction or a notice to appear for a criminal charge is going to be the state attorney's office or the prosecutor. They're actually going to have a lawyer that is in court proving this case in front of a judge or jury. But a traffic ticket, who's on the other side of that, Pete? The police officer normally has to defend his own traffic ticket. So if you get a, I don't know, I'm making it up, a speeding ticket, ran the red light, whatever the case may be, and you want to fight that citation, if you were to go to court, the judge would be there, but the police officer would be the one that would be required to prove his case against you. Um, The judge then would consider both sides of the argument and, and make a decision. Now, interestingly enough, even though it's a civil traffic infraction, there are traffic court rules. You are still, uh, the burden of proof is still beyond reasonable doubt. And there are lawyers that specialize in just handling civil traffic infractions. A lot of them are on these committees with us because these rules directly affect their business. Um, and they really know how to navigate these rules and help people that are in these types of situations Um, so it's not just criminal charges that you need a lawyer for. A lot of people hire lawyers for the civil traffic infractions as well. Um, next we're going to move into what are the penalties, um, for, uh, criminal charges or traffic tickets. And, uh, you know, going through the penalties of criminal charges would take us all day, but basically a lot of these, when we're talking about first degree misdemeanors, the maximum penalty is 365 days in the county jail and a thousand dollar fine. Um, for the traffic tickets, you know, it, it can just be a fine, um, and it can also involve, you know, some class that you can take to try to reduce your fine or reduce the points and things like that. But one of the other big things that deals with, especially DUIs and reckless driving, you know, there is a kind of a standard sentence and penalties that you can get for these traffic tickets slash criminal charges. All right, for DUI specifically, there are standard things that are in the statute that the judge has no authority or control over. They have to be imposed if you are convicted of a DUI. You are going to be on probation for a year. Um, You're going to have to have an alcohol evaluation if the evaluator determines that you need, that you have an alcohol or drug problem. I should say that too, because drugs also can trigger a DUI. You're going to have to take whatever the appropriately determined treatment is. You're going to have to have something called a victim's impact panel, which means you have to go and sit in a room with people who are the victims of a DUI death normally, and they'll tell you about how their lives have been affected. And usually you only have to do that if you're in a DUI accident. If there is no victim in your DUI case, if you were just speeding, then you don't have to do the victim impact panel, but sometimes it does come up in DUI penalties. There is also a mandatory um, revocation of your driving privilege. And on top of that, if you owned the car, if you have a car at the time that you have a DUI, they're gonna impound that vehicle. Now, in the old days, they would really go tow it away from your house and put it in an impound yard, but because there's so much of this going on, impound only means that the sheriff puts a sticker on the on the, the windshield of your car and says, you cannot drive this vehicle until X, Y, or Z date, but you can't use the car. On some enhanced penalties, uh, you may have to have what's called an ignition interlock device installed inside of your car, which means every time you turn the engine on, you have to blow in a little tube. And if the car determines that you're above the, uh, the legal limit, it will not turn on. And then, you know, one more extended penalty is sometimes you have to wear an ankle monitor that that monitors how much alcohol is in your system. But those really those really are all um, the penalties of DUI. And, you know, in addition to the fine, 
why don't you talk about Pete, how expensive everything else is? Well, forget the fine. All right, the fine's a couple thousand dollars, somewhere between fifteen hundred and twenty five hundred bucks, depending on what level of the DUI it is. But every time you go to a probation, fifty bucks. Every time you go to a you know to the victim the victim's impact panel, you know, hundred and fifty bucks. You go to get your drug and alcohol evaluation. $150 or $100, whatever that case may be. If you have, uh, if you're ordered a treatment, whatever that cost is on top of that. An interlock device, on average, 70 to 150 bucks to have it installed and 75 to $100 per month to have it monitored. And the alcohol monitor that's on your ankle can be like $17 a day. And that's after $50 to set it up. And sometimes mouthwashes and... and, and uh, Altoids. Yeah, they'll they'll set it off. And we're kind of getting off on a tangent here on the penalties of a DUI because they are very interesting. But it's going to lead us into our next section, which is points. Um, we were talking before the podcast about points and how many points you get for this or that. It's not something we have memorized as a lawyer, but... Pete's one of Pete's questions was, I wonder how many points a DUI is. You have to have you have to get points for DUI, right? And why don't you tell them what what we determined? Right. The answer is no. You don't have points for DUI. Why? Because it's an automatic suspension, and because it's an automatic suspension, you don't actually accumulate any uh, any points towards your license. You just lose that license. Because really, the whole point system is for adding up all these points until you get to a suspension of either thirty days, three months, or one year or more. And a DUI is just an automatic suspension, so it doesn't really add up points onto it. So we'll talk a little bit about what you get points-wise. Um, just for your edification, because I always think this is interesting to hear, you know, what points you get for what. So speeding, if you're going 15 up to 15 miles an hour over the speed limit, you get three points. If you're going over 15 miles an hour above the speed limit, you get four points. And if it's resulting in an accident, you get six points. Uh, driving with an open alcohol container, three points. Child safety restraint violation, three points. Littering, three points. Fleeing the scene of an accident with property damage over $50, six points. And then that can also be a criminal charge. Uh, Reckless driving, four points, also a criminal charge. Collision resulting from a moving violation, four points. Passing a stopped school bus, four points. And the way these points add up is if you get 12 points within 12 months, you can have a 30-day suspension. If you get 18 points in 18 months, you get a three-month suspension. And if you have 24 points within 36 months, your license can be suspended for a year. So points can really be a big part of the penalties when dealing with these civil traffic infractions and crimes. And if that's not bad enough, uh, in Florida at least, we have the Department of Motor Vehicles has an administrative reviews division. So if you lose your license uh, and you want to be able to drive because you need to because of medical, uh, educational, religious, or um, uh, uh, frankly, that's it, or work purposes, you have to go in front of the Board of Administrative Reviews. You have to pay them to give you the opportunity to have a hearing to determine whether or not you have the right to drive to work. And if you do, they, of course, will charge you every month to monitor you while your suspension's in place. So not only for just your own benefit and other people's benefit out there, but be safe because it can get really expensive really fast, whether it's a crime, whether it's a civil traffic infraction, it can be very serious and it can affect your driving privileges in the near future. Uh, Thanks for the question. And we'll be looking out for more on all our social media at Tragos Law. You can reach out to us anywhere on there. Thanks a lot. (laughs) 